We are going to dive in deep into a proven script that is just an absolute game changer. It's going to be a follow-up script that just crushes. It is the best follow-up script that I've ever seen, bar none. Welcome back to another episode of All or Nothing in Real Estate. I'm your host, Matt Smith. This week, we have a very special episode for you. I actually did a live role play, scripts and dialogues, Q&A session for a group of agents, and it was so good. I had so much great feedback. I'm gonna share with each and every one of you. As you dive in, be aware, it is scripts, it is dialogues, but it is also the mindset around them. How you can use these scripts and dialogues to set more appointments, make more money, and make 2024 your best year ever. I hope you enjoy. So, what We'll go over today guys is a proven dialogue step-by-step -step process of the mindset that you need how to approach the buyer or seller the consumer how to be on offense versus on defense i feel that a lot of a lot of people are in a reactive state um, as a real estate salesperson what do i mean reactive i think that the covid pandemic market kind of created some of it but in addition to the craziness of that marketplace, we just as salespeople aren't always as proactive as we should be. So you combine those two together, I think it just created this perfect recipe of a lot of agents are waiting for clients to drive the bus and tell them what to do. A lot of agents are waiting for the clients to tell them, quote unquote, when they're ready. Versus the proactive agent providing the education providing the information, building the relationship, building trust, improving their authority score, do a proven process over time where now they are looking to me for guidance and advice as the real estate professional that I am. And if you really just flip the script, it completely changes your business. I mean, imagine going to your doctor's office and you're in there and you're trying to self-prescribe self what is wrong with you. Your doctor would kick you out. He's a professional. We go there for his advice. When did we as real estate professionals not become the, per, the place for information and education? Like when did that switch? I think it's all in our mindsets and how we approach it. Now, consumer expectations are one thing and we'll address that today. But I think the most important part that we, we need to realize is that this is in our control. So how are we controlling the narrative with the consumer? Or are they the ones that are dragging us around from house to house? Are they the ones dragging us around from objection to objection, from sales skepticism, which we think is an objection? Um, are we allowing those roadblocks to get in the way of, of their actual goal and what they actually desire? And so we'll unpack some of that um, in this. And again, guys, I want this to be interactive. I'm doing this live so that we have interaction. So. I only see two comments on what you're struggling with. So I'm going to assume the rest of you are just freaking crushing it and you're dominating. You're having your best month ever in the month of December right now. If that's not the case, think of a question. So you get the most out of this. What are you struggling with right now? What, what in particular can I help you with? I don't have all the answers, but we have a lot of smart people on this call already and we can help you find the answers and we can work through it together. And that's what this is for. So I'm not sure if we're going to figure out how to get Lauren on here or not, which um, sucks because she is really, really good at this. But regardless, we will figure it out one way or another. There we go. Now we got some comments. Thank you, Jessica. Team member consistency. 
I'm gonna quick tangent and we'll circle back to that Jessica towards the end after we go through the script. Promise you the script is coming guys. Um, but team member consistency. So Jessica is a great leader that leads a team and she's struggling with getting her, her team members to be consistent. If you're an agent on this call, you might think, well, that's not relative to me. Do you struggle with consistency in your business? We all do, right? Um, and so I think this is relative. I think, and I made this in a post inside of this group. My opinion is a lot of agents lack in follow-up because they don't have the confidence in what to say. They don't have the confidence in the education, the information themselves to be able to be that guide for that buyer or seller. So some of the stuff we'll unpack today will help with that. But I think a lack of consistency is two part. Um, sometimes we just don't have the work ethic we need, right? Which that's a conversation you can have with yourself. But also I think that sometimes that comes from the lack of consistency can come from a lack of confidence in the value we have to provide to the marketplace. We have one bad conversation. One person hangs up on us. One of our scripts don't work perfectly. And now we think, well, this stuff just doesn't work. And it destroys our confidence in the value we have to help that next person. And so I think a lot of the lack of consistency is because we don't provide enough value. We aren't skilled and educated enough to have better conversations with more people. And so that makes our, our confidence in ourselves and our ability and our value diminish. And then that the result of that is lack of consistency. And so what I hope to help with today is to give you guys a framework and a foundation to build that confidence in yourself with a proven dialogue, a proven script that is proven to get results so that you can set more appointments. After all, what is the purpose of all these phone calls that we're making? It's a set an appointment. I say it all the time, real estate's a contact sport. We gotta get belly button to belly button. How do we get face to face with more buyers and sellers? I don't care what skills you have. I don't care what work ethic you have. I don't care what magic lead source you have. If you want to win in this game, you got to get face to face with more buyers and sellers, period. End of discussion. And so how do we do that? So I don't know if I can share my screen here. Again, this is my first live in the group. Um, so I think I had to do that at the beginning and I don't have that now. Let's see. There we go. Camera controls. Nope. Well, let me do it now. So what I will do in the comments, you guys can all download this for yourself because I've got a copy of this to share with all of you that showed up. Let me find the link quickly. Give me one second. All right, in the comments, guys, there is a link that I'm posting that gives you guys a script so you guys can follow along. Someone comment that they got that and then it's there. In the comments, there's a link to the script so you guys can follow along. Now here's what I will tell you. Don't just grab that script and leave. That's not what this is about. It's not, yes, this script is magic, but the magic is in the understanding of how to articulate this message and the nuances and the subtleties inside of how you have this conversation. So 
Um, I plan on this being a two-person event with Lauren helping, but we'll just rock and roll. We'll figure it out, right? We'll roll with the punches. So let's just dive in. So if you guys can have that in the download, pull it up so you can follow along. Sorry, I can't share my screen, um, but we'll, we'll figure this out together. So appointment setting dialogue, the very first line, <laughs> let's start it off this way. Let's be honest. Um, the very first line is wrong. What I want you to do, once you have it printed out, is the part that says, how are you? Put a big black line through it. I don't know who, this is my opinion, right? But I don't know who in the world of sales ever thought it was great to ask someone how they are. What if they're having a shitty day? That just ruined your whole phone call, right? Like it's, it's, it's irrelevant. It is unnecessary fluff in the conversation. Now, if you have rapport, if you have a relationship with the person, Instead of saying something like, how are you? You could be like, hey, I saw your kid's soccer game. I saw Susie's soccer game last night. It looked like they won. How did that go? If you want to build a relationship and rapport, ask better questions in the purpose of that script, right? And so first problem with all scripts, never ask an open-ended question. Second part with all scripts, you'll notice it is in this script correctly. Don't say, hey, is this, is this Bob, is this Joe? Is this Susie? Every sales call you've ever gotten in your entire life, the very first line they say, hey, is this? Insert your name. You immediately know it's, sales, it's a sales phone call. Show me in the comments how many of you, I want a yes or no. Do you love, you love or hate? Put love or hate. Do you love talking to salespeople on the phone when they call you? Through all hours of the day, interrupt your day, calling you, try to sell you something? Or do you hate it? Which one? If you had to pick one, you love, I want more salespeople to call me. Please give me more sales calls or I don't care if I ever get a sales call ever again. Hate, right? Nobody wants to talk to a salesperson. So quit being a salesperson. My good, my good friend, my coach, my mentor, John Cheplak says, everybody wants to buy, but nobody wants to be sold. So these people that we are calling on going through these scripts, going through these dialogues, guess what? They want to buy something. They sure do. They want to buy something, but they don't want you to sell them. So stop selling. Here's what I coach people to do. This is a three-step process. I used to say, we don't, people don't sell people, help people. Anytime you say the word sell, replace it with the word help. People don't need to be sold, they need to be helped. How can you help more people? I've recently changed that language even further. People don't, need, don't want to be sold. They don't even need your help in this marketplace. They need your leadership. How can you lead this buyer or seller through the biggest financial purchase or sale of their lives? Be the leader that they need. So lead them through the process, don't help them. Get rid of the helper's mindset. Yes, we ultimately want to help people. So don't mistake what I'm saying. But the best way to help them is be the leader they need and deserve in this marketplace. All right, so let's dive in. First line, I'm going to pick someone. Let's see. Hey, Dan, this is Matt with Matt Smith Real Estate Group. Again, cross out, how are you? I'm going to go straight to the guts. Hey, Dan, I'm calling you back just like I said I would. I wanted to confirm your plans to buy or sell from my last conversation. You had told me that you were planning to move to Missouri by springtime. Are those still your plans? I'm just gonna ask a question. So what have I already done in this very first part of the script? 
What have I already done? Most salespeople aren't good at what? Follow up. The reason you don't want to talk to salespeople is because they don't provide value. So stop being a salesperson and provide value. And <laughs> how many salespeople actually keep their word and follow up on the day and time they said they were going to follow up with someone? So what have I already demonstrated in the very beginning? I'm calling you back just like I said I would. So how do you set that up? Guys, I'm going in depth here, right? So please stop me if you have questions. I want to make sure you understand this. And we'll have, again, Q&A at the end. I want, I want questions. So please, more questions, the better. But why is this so powerful? I'm calling you back just like I said it would. I'm building trust and authority and saying that I'm a man or woman of my word already. Now, how do I set it up in a previous phone call? There's two ways. I have agents on my team that are on this call right now because they're lifelong learners. They want to continually learn. They've heard this all before, but they want to still be here in the right rooms to learn from the right people, which hopefully you guys can help provide value to. I know you can, as a matter of fact. However, we as salespeople hang up on more clients than clients hang up on us. I'm going to say that again. We hang up on more people. We hang up on more leads than leads hang up on us. You may say, Matt, bullshit. That doesn't work for me. That doesn't apply for me. Here's my definition of hang up. Any conversation that you have with someone that doesn't set an appointment. There's two ways to set an appointment. An in-person or Zoom. Consultation, showing, listing appointment, whatever. Strategy session. Or a point, an appointment for our next phone call. Absolutely, Richard. Creates integrity both ways in the frame of the relationship. 1,000% from one of the OGs of the business. He gets it. Too many salespeople in this industry don't have integrity. Creates integrity, sets the proper expectations. 1,000%. But I'm letting you know I'm a man or woman of my word. And that's going to deposit value into the, the business relationship equity account. But again, how do you set that up? It's very important to set it up properly by never getting off the phone. You will never, ever get off the phone again. If you want to dominate in 2024, here's the secret. Never get off the phone without setting your next appointment. And not some vague, very random, unspecific appointment. Hey, I'll follow up with you next Tuesday at 2 p.m. And then guess what? You deliver. And then if they're not ready, you do it the next week. And then the next week, and then the next week, and then the next week. You do that six weeks in a row, who are they going to buy or sell real estate with? A person that demonstrated consistency, integrity, high level of authority, high level of education and information, high level of value to the relationship, which we will break down in this framework. By the way, this framework works for all six of those calls, all 60 of those calls, all 600 of those calls that you need to make. It works for all of them. So now that we've established, call you back just like I said I would. Let me go back. There's two. So number one is it's an appointment. It's a scheduled appointment that you called. Or let's say you're a new agent on a team. Let's say you're an ISA on a team. We do this. I've done this with my agents. I've never spoken to this human being in my life. This script still works. Do you think they remember? Who was the last salesperson you talked to? Do you remember their name? They didn't make that big of an impression. You're not that important. They don't remember. I'm still going to use 
what Richard said to create integrity and frame the relationship that I'm someone that keeps my word. I'm a man of integrity. I do what I say I'm going to do. And I'm going to frame that in the relationship in the phone call. All right, now, so I'm gonna go through it again. Hey Richard, this is Matt with Matt Smith Real Estate Group. I'm calling you back just like I said I would. And I wanted to confirm your plans to sell from our last conversation. You had told me that you were planning to move to Missouri by the springtime. Are those still your plans? I'm gonna shut up and listen. And here's where people get scripts wrong, guys. This is crucial. You ask a great question, you stop. Awkward silence is great. You have two ears, one mouth. Allow them to speak. Ask great questions. Most salespeople are worried, what am I going to say? Great salespeople say, what am I going to ask? You want to be average, you want to be great. It's not about what you say, it's about what you ask. So ask great questions. And then when they answer whatever Richard's plans are, I'm going to go deeper on those plans. I'm going to, it's not in the script, right? But at, however, how would a normal conversation go? Richard says, yeah, I'm thinking about moving in the spring. I think that's still your plans. Awesome, why, why the spring? Where are you moving from again? Oh, you're bringing your whole family for your new job? Congratulations on the new job. What, what, what excites you most about your new job? I'm gonna have a conversation, right? It's not on the script, but conversation is a part of it. You guys should write these down. There's two parts of framework that is very important for every single dialogue that you have with a human being. You answer and you ask, you acknowledge and you ask. Answer, ask, acknowledge, ask. When scripts don't work, it's because people become robots. Number one, you don't have an internalized. And number two, the script isn't important. It is the conversation you have with a human being. This is a framework to have a great conversation with someone. This isn't the end all be all. If you just come and read this from top to bottom, you're not gonna have results. It's about the level of the conversation. Here's what I teach people. We have scripts, we have dialogues, we have systems, we have processes, we have all of that. But if you don't have a conversation with a human being, it doesn't matter. You know, the best script on the planet, but you have a robot calling them, there's no empathy, there's no emotion, there's no relationship building, there's no back and forth. It doesn't work. You have to be a human being. All right, so let's keep going. So number one, you had told me you're planning on moving to Missouri, or moving to Missouri by the springtime. Are those still your plans? We had a conversation dialogue around that. And Richard, you had told me that you were, um, I don't remember what example, I think it said selling. You told me that you were selling because of the new job. Is that correct? Again, conversation from conversation starter there. Because that's a big aspect of their life, right? So Richard, I was thinking about you because. I was thinking about you because. Then there's five bullet points. And again, you guys have this script I put in the chat. There's five bullet points. This is the meat of the conversation. Most people will teach you, and I even teach this. There's two important parts of a script, the beginning and the end. That doesn't disappear. However, in this particular script, if you just do the beginning and the end and you don't nail the middle, you don't nail the value add, it's not going to be near as effective. So if you go through, we've all done like new lead scripts, LP Mama, right? So LP Mama, the beginning and the end, you got to nail both of those. The middle, not so important. In this script, the value is, again, this is a follow-up call. This is someone you're trying to establish a relationship with. 
someone you're providing value with over a period of time. So how can I provide value? This is where you add the value. Let me let you in on a secret. As a real estate coach myself, being a lifelong learner, going into all the biggest rooms throughout the country to learn from the, the greats, I've noticed something. If you have a real estate coach in your life, most coaches coach by a book. And even if they don't coach by a book, and even if it's customizable per person, which is how I do it, there's still a pattern to what is relevant in the marketplace that is relevant to everyone that I'm having a coaching call with. And so the same system applies to all the buyers and sellers that you're working with. What value is important and relevant to all of these people that you can apply? Right now, what would be a great conversation? Guess what? Interest rates. They're the largest two-day drop in like 10 years. You guys know that? How many of your clients know that? Better question, how many of your clients know that and know that how that affects their particular situation? How does that affect their plan? Oh, wait a minute. You don't know their plan because you didn't follow up properly. Quit working on accident and start working on purpose. So those five points, talk about changing market conditions. Talk about increase or decrease in interest rates. Talk about new properties that they may be interested in. Talk about homes like theirs or homes in their neighborhood that have sold or tell success stories of clients that have bought or sold in a similar situation as them. We've heard it over and over and over again. Facts tell, stories sell. Tie it to a success story of someone else. It feels less salesy, number one, but people relate to other people. Their neighbor, Bill and Susie, just sold their house for $550,000. They never thought they'd be able to sell in this marketplace. And better yet, we're able to find them another home at 5.5% interest rate in this market. We can maybe do the same for you. I'm going to have a conversation around these values. But the point is, when we're going to a follow-up conversation, we're going to prospect and we're going to follow-up. Number one, you guys should write this down. Those are separate. Quit combining those together in your sessions. Quit it. Stop. It's two different mindsets. Two different scripts, two different conversations. Prospecting is this time block. Follow-up is this time block. And I promise you, if you separate those, you will win and you will win big. So we're talking to follow-up in this conversation. What is a follow-up? Someone I've had a valid conversation with that has told me they're interested in buying or selling real estate. In our database, we've got thousands, thousands of those. Well, how many of those are going to transact? Call it 10, 15%. Well, if we have 7,000 in our database, do I need more leads? Or do I need to convert the leads we already have? What about your database? Whether you're on the team, whether you're on your own, how many people do you have in your database, in your funnel, that are in a follow-up stage? You've had a conversation with about potentially buying or selling real estate. This conversation is what you have with each and every one of them. And if you want to really nail it, you grab 100 people. These are all follow-ups that are in a similar situation. I'm not putting people in a box, but they're in a similar situation. They are in my follow-up B category, follow-up C category, whatever time frame, however you manage your database, 
They're gonna, these people are gonna buy and sell in the next six months. These people are gonna buy and sell in the next three months. These people are gonna buy and sell in the next 12 months. Whatever box that is, whatever category, put them all on a sheet. Put them in your system, get a dialer. I'm gonna say it again, get a dialer. Remove the guesswork, get out of your own way. You don't need to read all the scripts of everybody, their whole life story before you call. You're gonna spend 30 minutes doing the research and they're not even gonna answer. Grab them all in a call list, get a dialer, and start dialing one by one. You go through this script, this framework, the same intro, same conversation, and the same value add of one of those five points. Every single person gets the same exact value. How much better are you going to be at call 100 versus call number one? Having the conversation around interest rates. You're going to be a master of it. By the time you're done with your follow-ups today, you're going to be a master of the interest rate conversation. You're going to be a master of properties that are selling in their neighborhood. You're going to be a master of market conditions and what the plans of people that are doing that are winning. And you're just giving value, giving value, giving value. Now, after you deposit, I mean, I'm talking give and give and give and give. Give it all away. Then you go to, and again, you'll see cues in the script. Lean in. Why do you lean in? If you lean in subconsciously, they want to lean in. What happens when what happens when you lean in in a conversation? If you guys were right here in front of me and I were to lean in, what do you do naturally? You lean in to meet me. Right? So these little cues, sounds corny, makes all the difference in the world. So I'm curious. Versus, I'm curious. Do you want to be moved to? No, I'm curious. Do you want to be moved to Missouri by the springtime? Or did you want to start the process at that time? You guys see my body language? I'm so I'm curious. I lean in. Do you want to be moved to Missouri by the springtime? Or did you want to start the process at that time? Even if you closed your eyes, and didn't see me nodding my head yes and shaking my head no. The tonality of my voice over the phone makes a difference in how they answer the question. But why is that question powerful? I am getting their time frame. And not only am I getting their time frame in a vague answer, how many people do you have right now in your database you have a vague answer of their time frame? Probably 95% of them, if not more. In about X, I was kind of thinking about summer, maybe around August, maybe next year. What does this question do? It frames it in a way after I deposit all this value, after I showed you someone that I'm a man of integrity, that I do what I say I'm going to do, that I remembered our last conversation because you wanted to move by this date because that's what you told me. Then I give you all of this education, all of this information, and I apply it to your situation and your plan. Answer any questions you might have about it. Then I go to, I'm curious. Do you want to be moved to Missouri? Do you want to be moved to Missouri by the springtime? Or do you want to start the process at that time? Now I'm refining their time frame of spring. Do they want to start in the spring or do they want to close in the spring? See the difference? 
Now they say, well, yes, I want to be moved. I want to be moved to Missouri by the spring. Awesome. What month in the spring? Oh, you want to be moved here by April. Awesome. Is there a certain date in April that you would like to be moved in by? Well, Matt, that's too, that's crazy. You want them to tell you the day? Absolutely, I do. Here's why. How many of them have actually thought that in depth about the process of moving? When they would like to be in their new home? How many of them really thought about it? We live in vague lives, guys. If we can provide value and be the one that helps them create this plan by process of elimination and getting them specific on their goals, why their goals are important and how we can help them accomplish it, we become the authority. When we become the authority, guess what happens? They will listen to us. They will take our advice. And we can actually help lead them through this process of buying or selling real estate. All right, after the question, after the uh, bullet point number four, what we go to, this is phenomenal. This is great. Scripts are made to be tweaked. After you perfected it, you have my permission, not that you need it, but you have it anyway, to make some tiny adjustments. The only things that I would say don't adjust is the questions and the things that are underlined in bold. Don't adjust those. But the framework of this dialogue is crucial. But number five, you have to say it exactly as prescribed. Don't change it, don't tweak it. Give you a real life story. And agent on my team, we were doing Monday Mayhem. We were going through this script. I walked past the hall. I heard her on the phone. She was crushing it. I'm like, she's going to set an appointment. So I went down the hall. I hid behind something so she didn't see me and get nervous. And I waited for her to go for the appointment and set the appointment. I wanted to come and congratulate her because she was crushing it. She got to the end and she changed the clothes. She changed it. I don't remember what she said, but she changed it. I came up and said, hey, how'd that phone call go? She said, well, I thought it was going really good, but I didn't get the appointment. And she was like, head down. And I said, why didn't you get the appointment? What happened? Well, he just wasn't ready to meet yet. I said, okay. Well, how did you ask the closing question? And I looked, pointed at the script. She's like, well, I didn't do it that way. I said, okay. So you didn't follow the proven process, and then you didn't get the right result. And then I have a relationship with my people, so I said, do you trust me? She said, yes. I said, okay. For the rest of the day, you say the, this closing line exactly as it is written. Exactly. Don't change an and to an if. Don't change a and to an or, an if to a but. Exactly as written. She said, well, I don't talk like that. I said, well, well the, I don't want to mention her name, but the person, how you talk, doesn't set appointments. How this new person talks is going to set a shit ton of appointments. I promise you, I came back to my office, 15 minutes later, she came in screaming. Oh my God, Matt, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, what just happened? She's like, it worked. So what worked? She said, I said exactly as you said to say it, and I set my first appointment. She's at five appointments that afternoon. Because the only thing that she changed was saying the closing statement exactly as prescribed. So here it is. So Richard, fortunately, to get you one step closer to Missouri, all we need to do is set up a quick 15-minute strategy session so that myself and my team can help you get what you want in the time you want. Won't that be great? Literally, this agent, that story I was telling you, guess what she came to me? She said, Matt, you'll never believe it. As soon as I asked that question, they said, 
well, yeah, that will be great. She's like, and I didn't know what to do. I froze. She, she set the appointment, but most people, we don't talk like that. And we want to tweak things. We want to change it to use it in our, our words, our language. Again, some of that can be done that way. But this closing line is proven and documented. Don't tweak it. It works. So fortunately, to get you one step closer to your goal, to your dream, give specific, right, to your new house in Missouri, to selling your home in Nebraska, to whatever you, wherever you are, whatever their situation is, to get you one step closer. All we need to do is set up a quick 15-minute strategy session so that myself and my team can help you get what you want and the time you want. Won't that be great? Do you know how hard it is to say no to that? I'm going to help you get what you want and get it in the time that you want it. Won't that be great? It's so hard to say no to. Versus how many of us struggle or have heard someone else struggle when you get to the close, you get all nervous, you get all jittery, you do great, and then you don't know how to close. Quit asking open-ended questions. Ask better questions, you get better answers. Richard, I love it. The agent learned the script is not designed for you. It's designed for the prospect. Great stuff. This script, get rid of your ego. This script isn't for you. What we do here, what we do in real estate is bigger than us. We get to help people the biggest purchase or sale of their lives. And if you're good at it, you get rewarded handsomely. Become the expert. Get rid of your ego. It doesn't serve you. My good friend Brent Gove, who I'll be speaking for in Cabo this year, EXPCon, hope you can come, says your ego is not your amigo. Get rid of your ego. This isn't about you. It isn't about how awkward you feel. Get over yourself. It's about helping these people. Serving them and leading them to the biggest purchase or sale of their life. If you follow this exactly as written, it will work. And then the last part of the quote, once they say, yes, that will be great, or a variation of that. This is, guys, this literally, this uh, gives me a headache thinking about it. But I, I see this a lot. You can get to this part and do it perfectly and still screw this up. Quit being too vague. You may be a brand new agent. This is your very first appointment, your very first call, and you don't have anything on the calendar for the next six months. I don't care. Give them the alternative choice close. And if you don't know what that is, you better write it down. Quit saying stuff like, you go through all of this really, really well, have a great conversation, and then it ends with, well, when do you want to meet? Next week sometime work for you? So won't that be great? Yeah, that will be great. Well, what works best for you? I have two, ava two point appointments available, Monday or Tuesday at four. Which works best for you? Quit giving too many options. Now, if they say, oh, neither one of those work. Can we do Tuesday at six? Oh, let me check my calendar real quick. Uh, yep, I can make that work. Or no, I can't. How about Wednesday? But quit trying. So do we as real estate agents need to be available for everyone? Yes, to a certain extent. But we also need our sanity. We need lives. It's not work-life balance. There is no balance. 
we need to find that rhythm to beat to our own beat to the rhythm of our own drum so we live life on purpose i don't want to always be available i have boundaries in my life do you know why i'm able to do that and still live a life beyond my wildest dreams because when i'm at work i work i work on my skills I'm damn good at what I do. I surround myself with great people and I'm not afraid to practice. I'm not afraid to set my ego aside. I'm not afraid to be told no. And if I have a conversation with someone, I had this with a coaching client a couple weeks ago. They wanted to reschedule their coaching call and I asked why. And it wasn't an important reason. I said, I'm sorry, my schedule is full. We can do it this time or not at all. Guess what happened? We kept the regular scheduled coaching time because my time is valuable. But we want to be available. How many of you want to show houses on Sunday afternoon? So, late Sunday, Sunday evenings at eight o'clock. How many of you want to be showing houses? None of you. But why do we tell them, call me anytime? What, you, I'm going to give you the next six months of my calendar. You tell me what works for you. No. Drive the bus. Be the professional. Haley, great point. When people are making a decision as big as purchasing or selling real, uh, real estate, they want to work with someone's busy. When you're busy, what does that create the narrative of? That you're a professional, you know what you're doing. You're of high value. People respect your time. So respect your own time. Now, of course, work around things. If you need to show on Sunday for a rare circumstance, go for it. I'm not saying don't do that, but I'm saying quit bending over to every beck and call because you don't control your own schedule by these scripts and dialogues. All right, one quick more one one more quick run through, and then I want to I want to get some questions going. Then I got to wrap this up before my sales meeting. But I got about ten minutes left, so be thinking of your questions, and I'm, this is all value for you guys. So. Um, I hope this has been valuable, but keep the questions coming. I was hoping there's a way that I can make you guys live with me so we can answer questions. I'm not sure. We'll have to work on that for next time. But I'm going to go through this script one more time. Let me pick another name. Um, hey, Tony. This is Matt with Matt Smith Real Estate Group. I'm calling you back just like I said I would. And I wanted to confirm your plans to buy from our last conversation. You had told me you were planning to move to Missouri by the springtime. Are those still your plans? Awesome, Tony. Well, you had said that you were buying because of the new job transfer. Is that correct? Awesome. Congratulations on the new job. Right? Whatever dialogue's there. Then I'm going to go to, hey, Tony, you know what? I was thinking about you because of the decrease in interest rates recently. Have you heard about those? Oh, you haven't? Man, I'm so glad that we're on the phone here today. Actually, recently, we had the largest two-day drop in interest rates in, in like 10-year history. And I wanted to be the first to tell you. And again, I'm, I'm off the cuff here, guys. I'm going to have this really perfected. But in a real dialogue, what are most, that wasn't a question. So I would reframe that to package that as a question, like criticizing myself here. But even in that dialogue, what are most people going to say? They're going to answer it like it was a question, right? They're going to be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And so have conversation around it. And here's a great question to ask when you're giving valuable information. Tony, I'm curious, how does that information affect your situation? 
how does that information affect your, how does ABC affect XYZ for you? Don't tell them, ask them. Self-discovery is so, so powerful for human beings. Telling is not selling. Again, sales is not about what you say, it's about what you ask. So lead them, leading questions is what it's called. Ask leading questions to help them self-discover the answers you want to tell them. But if they say it, it's a hundred times more powerful than if you say it. All right, so you provide value there, you have conversation, dialogue, package that, make sure it's of good value. Then you go to, Tony, I'm curious. Do you wanna be moved to Missouri by the springtime? Or do you want to start the process at that time? Oh, you want to be here by the spring. What month specifically in the springtime? Oh, April? Awesome. Beginning of the month, end of the month. What are you thinking? Oh, by the end of the month in April. Awesome. So let's have dialogue around that, right? Um, almost went on a tangent, but let's just have a little dialogue around that. Get specific. And then you close with, Tony, fortunately, get you one step closer to Missouri by the end of April. I'm going to restate some of the things I learned through this phone call. When someone restates something to you in a conversation, what does that say? Does that, does that increase or decrease your authority score? When someone restates back to you what you said, it's called mirroring and matching. When someone restates something back to you that was of value to you, they asked you a question, you answered. Two minutes later in the conversation, they restate that back to you. Does that add to or take away from your authority in that person's eyes? 100% Richard, it increases your, it increases your value, it increases your worth, it increases your trust, it increases, your, it increases everything. So I'm going to mirror and match and repeat that. When I do that, fortunately get you one step closer to Missouri by the end of April. All we need to do, set up a quick 15 minute strategy session so that myself and my team can help you get what you want and the time you want. Won't that be great? Yeah, that will be great, Tony. So Tony, what works best for you, Monday or Tuesday at four? Awesome, we'll see you Tuesday at four. That's it. It is super, super simple framework, but it's complex enough that we've been talking about it for 45 minutes. Most people, I'll just call them out. Maybe they had an appointment, but there was more people, viewers on this. I shared the link, they got the document and left. Those people aren't gonna have success with it. Those of you that sticked around, stuck around, and listened to this dialogue, the people that engaged in this conversation, the people that are going to continue to ask great questions, hopefully, are the ones that are going to get the most out of this. Well, guys, let's open it up to Q&A. Any questions you have, nothing is off limits. I'm here to help, here to support. Um, if you're watching this, you're in our private group. This group is designed for high achievers, contributors that want to give back to the industry. So feel free to use this as your resource. Feel free to use this, uh, this group to ask me questions, to ask questions to the group. Like, I think that we're all better together. And I think that we, if we have the contribution mindset and we all give back to each other, we will raise the standards of each other and everybody wins. Um, Lauren, yeah, best, best dialogue to set appointments regardless of the market, 100%. Guys, don't let your limiting beliefs be projected into others. Um, I was asked to be a part of a mastermind in Phoenix recently. I was speaking to the agents there. And one of them um, had said that they challenged me with some of the things I was talking about. Like, well, that doesn't work in our market. And I said, okay, tell me more about that. Why doesn't it? 
And she said uh, something to the effect of, well, it just doesn't make sense for anyone to buy. Like, they're right. They shouldn't buy right now. I said, ah, okay. So is that your truth or is that their truth? Or sorry, is that your truth or is that the truth? Is that your truth or is that the truth? She said, well, that's the truth. I said, awesome. So what about somebody that just got a job transfer and somebody that has to move to the area and there's no rentals available? Is this still not a good time for them to buy? Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I said, that's what I'm talking about. There's always a reason for people to buy and sell real estate. Always has been, always will be. So don't let your limiting beliefs of your truth, of your negative self-talk, of whatever your news you're watching, things you're reading, people you hang around, don't let that influence negatively their situation and their decision. There's six D's of real estate, and I don't know if I can remember them all, but there's death, there's divorce, there's downsizing, there's diapers, got a new baby, <laughs> there's the job, a new job, I had to make that a D, and there's one more, I don't remember what it is. Um, if I find that, I have a resource for that, if I find I'll share it in the group. But there's always a reason for people to buy and sell real estate. But we are stuck in the mindset, divorce, yep, I don't know, if, yep, thanks Antoine. Um, we got a great question here. I'll get to that in just a second. Um, the, I just think that sometimes we let our mindset of the pandemic, I call it the unicorn market that we were in, allow it to shift our mindset of it's only a good time for people to buy and sell real estate if interest rates are at 2% and sellers are getting 50 offers. That's the only time it makes sense for buyers to buy and sellers to sell. And guys, it is the biggest purchase or sale of their lives. Are there situations? Are there circumstances? Are there things that make it easier or maybe a better time for them to buy or sell? Sure. But sometimes it doesn't have to be the best conditions because there's outside forces that we don't know about because we didn't build a good enough relationship. We didn't provide enough value. We didn't get to know them well enough to see how we can really lead them through this process because they need us. All right, um, Amanda, great question here. What are some great tools for agents to use to find some of the market information and help with the discussion on number three? Great question. Um, keeping current matters is a great one. Um, it does cost a little bit of money, but it is a phenomenal resource, phenomenal. Um, I wanna say it's 50 bucks a month, but that's the full diamonds. Diamonds, that's what it was. Um, yep. Thanks, Tony. Um, so the, let's see, Keeping Current Matters provides blogs that provide um, real data from the national market. They even have an upgraded version. It didn't work well for our market, but maybe you can check it. That's a local market update stats. Your MLS is always a great spot for you to check. If you don't know where to find the stats on your MLS, reach out to them. I'm sure they have support somewhere, maybe um, a team leader or your broker or someone like you need to know your you need to be a local expert as well as know the national trends right um so one of one of our plans to success is we spend 10 minutes each and every day educating ourselves on the market me and my agents 10 minutes a day if you can't spend 10 minutes a day trying to keep up with what's going on into the trends of today's real estate market then you don't need to be in this business in my opinion the clients deserve better they deserve to work with an educated agent they deserve to work with someone that knows what's going on so I think it's super important. So it's a great question, Amanda. 
keeping current matters. Um, Housing Wire has some. I don't really. I keep. I stay to keeping current matters and to our local MLS. Um, but I do think that there are some other sources um, out there that you can check. And maybe if anyone else knows, share it in the chat here uh, or in the comments. But I hope that helps, Amanda. That's a great question. Um, next question she had was, how would you suggest an agent preps for the, their day to be prepared for these conversations? That is a great question. I've got a resource for you. And I will share it in this group, Amanda. Come back and find it later. But it is my 15-hour work week. It's my 15-hour work week. And here's what I will tell you. I will guarantee you, if you, if you follow my 15-hour work week without fail, you work 15 hours a week intentional for 2024, it'll be your best year ever, regardless of what the market does. But you got to do the 15 hours a week exactly as prescribed. Five days a week for 52 weeks. But it, you can accomplish it in 15 hours. I'll share that. I'll share that resource. When I'll, I'll go research and try to find it. I got five minutes, so I got to run. Any other questions? Awesome. Awesome, guys. Well, I hope you found this valuable. I appreciate your time. We're going to be doing more of these. Um, if you found this valuable, here's what I ask. All or nothing in real estate is a movement. It's a passion project of mine. I'm working my tail off to try to give back to this amazing industry. Um, and if you could, if you found value from this, we got a podcast we do weekly. We set out a plan next for next year. We're going to do one webinar a month. We're going to do one, at least one of these lives a month in this group. We're going to have more content, intentional, exclusive, just to this group. Share this group, this movement with a friend. Invite them to the group. Um, share the podcast, anything you found of value, just invite other like-minded people. Um, I don't want the jerks. I don't want the people with high ego. Um, it's, I want the people in this group that are want a sense of community. They want to contribute, want to give back, want to help each other. That's what we're trying to build here. So guys, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. If there's anything that I can do to help, I'm just, I'm right here to help. Just reach out. Um, share, start, start interacting in this group and let's, let's, uh, let's change some lives together. Appreciate you guys.